Welcome back. Another week of the fourth and very long podcast and what a weekend it was in the NFL. As usual, no shortage of upsets, no shortage of craziness, but we did get a few familiar sights. Patrick Mahomes gets his swagger back. Five touchdowns, zero interceptions. We can't wait to talk that one over with Connor. And oh man, one week after he calls it on the hot take of the week, the Patriots go out there and absolutely dominate the Browns. Gotta be sure to touch on that. New location for the fourth and very long crew. We're coming to you from wild, wonderful West Virginia, baby. Episode four. Let's go. Like we just touched on, plenty of craziness to go around this past weekend, a couple notable results, but with that, we're going to turn it over to our buddy Bryce Davis. Bryce. We are back with my best of the week, and it easily was Patrick the Gunslinger Mahomes for the Chiefs being the best of the week. The stat line was crazy. He went 35 for 50, 406 yards, 8.1 average per pass five touchdowns and a 127.6 passer rating. But the most important stat that he has was zero interceptions. He hasn't had a game like that all year, so that was big for him. They've been plagued with turnovers all year, which has contributed to them losing games. I mean, he just looked comfortable. You can see how he's moving around the pocket with ease. He just looked like himself, like the MVP self he's been at before. I mean, come on, he was going off. And what you should know from this performance is that Patrick Mahomes is back. If he plays at a similar level going forward, then the Chiefs might be the favorite to win the AFC. And I think they're the favorite to win the AFC. Shout out, Connor. <laughs> oh, man. Shots fired right off the gun. Oh, it feels great to be in West Virginia. And let's get right into the show talking about the Kansas City Chiefs. Bryce, man, they sure had their swagger back this weekend. It was beautiful to watch. I've been calling it for weeks, and they finally don't let me down. Chiefs. Mahomes, I'm so proud. So with that, are the Chiefs back on the winning track after this weekend? Listen, listen, right? I said that the Raiders game would make or break their season. They pulled out a win, not just pulled out, dominated the Raiders. So the Chiefs do have a shot at making the playoffs now. The road is not easy. They've been, it took 10 weeks to figure out the game plan, right? To get back to the Chiefs' glory. It just took a perfect game. No interceptions. You're, t- you're praising Patrick Mahomes, praising about how amazing this team is, and yet their record is nowhere near the Ryan Tannehill-led Titans, who have just been performing without Derrick Henry. You talk all this, you're hyping them up, but they're still 6-4? Six six and, and four. Four? Come listen, on. I, all right, listen. They're, they're leading the AFC West. Granted, I'll give it to you. They have not played Chiefs-level football this year. They have not played to the level that, all oh, we've come to expect. Oh, Patrick Mahomes throwing no-look passes. Oh, he's showing off. Okay, they haven't looked like that. Fair enough. But this week, this Chiefs team, this weekend, that just went out and blew the doors off the Raiders, that was the, team, that was the Chiefs team that we're used to. It was beautiful to watch, and I don't see how they don't carry this momentum with a division lead. You're talking about they might make the playoffs. Come on. Stop give me a cap. break. Wait, can we talk about how they went They went 5-4, and four, right? Well, they're playing 
pretty bad football. They found a way to win five games while playing not to the level at all. Against good competition. Yeah, they're not playing. They're not playing all trash teams. I'll tell you that. They lead a competition with or a conference with a team that has lost their head coach, lost their best wide receiver, a Chargers team who we can all agree has not been playing up to standards, and the Broncos. Big deal, right? You're talking about oh, they might make the playoffs. If you're leading the division, that's an automatic, you know, an automatic ticket right into the right into the playoffs. If they're all three playing bad, why is it not automatically they're going to make the playoffs, right? Do you see I mean, one of them stepping yeah, up in the future? To, you have to win. You're talking about Patrick Mahomes returning to Patrick Mahomes football. What about Justin Herbert returning back to what we know he can play? Well, He's say, a second-year player. Patrick Mahomes has been doing this for three years. To be fair, the Chiefs have went to the Super Bowl twice in a row now, and now. They have a chance to go for a third time. I mean, here, here's the – not have a chance. They will. But here, here's the thing. The AFC West had its chance. The AFC West has been under a stranglehold by the Kansas City Chiefs since Patrick Mahomes has gained the starting job there and taken over and led that, you know, that dynasty. They, they, they had their chance. Wrapped up with a pretty bow and everything. The Chiefs, oh, the Chiefs were three and four. It was, it was the Chargers for the taking. And they, they couldn't do it. Let, let me ask you a question. You're talking about this big game and carrying momentum forward. What about Carolina? They had a big game. Do you think they keep that momentum going forward? It's not the same You thing. can't determine a season based off of one game when the I nine agree. other games you know disagree. I agree. Yeah, no, I think uh, the, Par- the Panthers will make the playoffs. They're 5-5 five and five and they haven't been listen, playing that good. Oh, don't. Yeah, well, that's... You're absolutely right. But and you got CMC I, back now. Please don't jinx us. Please don't. <laughs> I'm going to throw it out there. Look, no. just because they play one amazing game doesn't take the fact away that they've played some nine rough games. But We can all agree there are some questionable plays done. Questionable plays that in the past of this season would have resulted in a turnover. He threw to the running back who had to win a one-on-one. Thank goodness the running back did. Or else that would have been another pick in the red zone. I mean, look, Connor, you are absolutely right. One game doesn't really tell the story the entire season. But what could tell the story for the Chiefs is the next four games because they play the Cowboys, but then they play three division rivals in the Broncos, the Raiders, and the Chargers. So I believe by the end of these next four games that the Chiefs will have proven that they deserve to belong in the playoff picture. I think they'll win three of the next four games. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. If not four out of four. We were all very hype about Mike White when he played his game. No, we were not all very hype. This is apples to oranges. You're comparing Mike White to Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, we're going to have to stop that. We're going to have to nip that in the butt immediately. And let's <laughs> let's slow our roll on everybody. I know, all right, you know, it's always fun to, to see the underdog succeed. Oh, Mike White. Oh, he looked so good. Oh, the Jets won a football game. Why are we celebrating winning one football game? Because it's the Jets. Mike White goes out there this week, his second opportunity, encore performance, zero touchdowns, four interceptions. Now Patrick Mahomes on his absolute worst day gives you what, one touchdown, two picks? Mm-hmm. Probably. We, we're going to have to stop the, the Patrick Mahomes slander comparing him to Mike White right now. Patrick Mahomes on a team that's much better than the Jets. I don't even know. Where are we even going with this comparison? This is ridiculous. We're not. Why are we? We're wasting time talking <laughs> about Mike White, Mike White and Patrick All, Mahomes. And vice versa. I love Patrick Mahomes. He's a very talented player. But one game does not dictate the season, no matter the success he's had in previous years. Because this year he has not played like that. Yeah, I, I, I agree. But we've talked. We've talked before on the show about regression to the mean, 
and it felt like everybody. Well, we. I say we. I. I, I, have I just don't this. agree that going to the Super Bowl and being an MVP candidate every year is the mean for anybody. Not even Tom Brady does that every single year. And Tom Brady's the best to ever do it. He's in the conversation every year. But here's the thing. I, I understand that one game doesn't make you great. But we're not, we're not coming at this like, you want to talk about the Panthers. Well, the Panthers aren't a good football team. So they had one anomaly game where they played really well and they blew out my previously number one Cardinals. Sorry, Cardinals. But th- that's not the same for the Chiefs when we know what this roster is capable of. They're capable of going to Super Bowls. So to see them play like the team that has made back-to-back Super Bowls shows us that the talent is still there, the coaching is still there, the ability is still there, and why should we not believe that they're going to carry that forward into the next, you know, the next several weeks of the regular season? How many, how many bad games do you think Patrick Mahomes has had? Right? Just give me a number. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. This season? Six or seven. Oh, yeah, six or seven bad games. But he is second in passing yards still. Mm. That's how his bad games are still very good. And he's, I think he might be like top five in touchdowns as well. But he is up there in picks. He has 10 picks. 25 from 10. That's not so even Where has like this game been all season? He's, uh, his defense is not playing good. We can all we they we, have the pass we defense. We all watched game. that Giants game. Okay. Where was we that did. during the Giants okay, game? Okay, so we can't, we can't They held the Giants to 14, 17, 14. Either way, we can't remember. The we Giants just, held them to 17. You said it yourself, though. When? We can't base it off one game. If you base it off the Giants game. Okay. Can't base off the Raiders game then, too, right? You got to pick. You know? Can't just pick the Raiders game. Oh, it doesn't matter. Oh, the Giants game? Oh, that matters. Look, hey, we all go through slumps. Tom Brady? Well, Tom Brady's going through a slump right Let's now. Let's talk about lost, that. Let's he talk lost about to that. the Saints. Now he loses to the Washington football team. They don't even have a mascot. I mean, come on. So we all go through slumps. Patrick Mahomes goes through slumps. I, I hate, I really hate that we weren't able to convince you that not only are the Chiefs a playoff contender, but there's no reason that they, that they shouldn't be poised to make another run. But with that said, we got to talk about our other reigning conference champ out of the NFC, and that is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, a couple injuries, both sides of the ball, but head-scratching losses past weekend to the Washington football team. Two picks from Tom Brady. Nez, are they sunk? I don't know if they're sunk, but honestly, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blame these... Like, these losses to Brady. He has not been playing like Brady. Like, he started off the game, I think, with two picks. Mm-hmm. It's hard to dig yourself out of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, I mean, they made a little bit of a comeback, but they couldn't get it done. But, Brady, you can't set off the game with two picks and then expect to win every game. Look, I'm going to take a different route here and say the defense is definitely the problem in Tampa Bay. I mean, look, the time of the possession for the football team was almost double the Buccaneers. They had the ball 39 minutes to 20 minutes of the Buccaneers. I mean, it's hard to win football games. We've seen that with the Packers and Cardinals game or a similar situation. I mean, it's hard to win football games that way. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just like, you know, we we watched that uh, the 49ers-Rams game together. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But Washington held the ball for the last 10 and a half minutes of that game. Mm. I mean, shout out Ron Rivera for, for managing to pull that off. Uh, obviously, injuries in the secondary, but it is head-scratching to see one of the better defenses from a year ago, and even one of the better defenses this year, just simply not be able to get all, you know Antonio Gibson and J.D. McKissick off the field. Not that they're, they're bad backs, and Gibson had one of his best games of the whole year, but it's, it's weird. It's odd. The, the Chiefs and the, pa- and the Patriots, the Bucs, they're in a similar position here. Like, 
they're both fighting for like even their spot to win their division. It's it's not a gimme. They're all they're pretty close, but I don't know who who's in more trouble, the Chiefs or the Bucks right now. The Chiefs have been turning up and the Bucks have been turning down. What do y'all think? It's a tough call as to who's in more trouble, and I'm I think I'm gonna get everybody going here with this take, but I'm gonna go out and say neither of them are in trouble mm. no. for different reasons. But I don't think either of these teams need to be worried long-term. I think either of them could lose the, the, the game this upcoming week and still really not need to be that worried, and here's why. Obviously, everybody's heard my take on Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. I, I'm not worried. They can lose this week to the Cowboys. They'll be fine. They'll win that division. They'll get into the playoffs, and once they're there, once anybody's there, anything can happen. With the Bucks, let's not forget that this is the same Bucks team that did not win the NFC South a year ago. They started the year 7-5, and five, had to win their last four games to get a wild card spot. They'll be fine. I agree 100%. Like, Tom Brady is it's Tom Brady, and Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. They're, they're very good at finding ways to win games and make the playoffs. Like, Tom Brady, it's hard to see him not in the playoffs sometimes. And he had two bad losses, but, you know... He's, he has, like, what, 100 losses his total career. So he'll, he'll bounce back, and he knows how to do what he needs to do. I don't know about the Chiefs being all right. I think they're much better shot than they had to begin with a few weeks ago. But I think the Bucks are completely fine. They've been playing great the rest of the year. A few bad games aren't going to keep them down. They'll be all right. Yeah, I mean, they play the Giants this week, and I honestly don't know how to think of this game because – if I looked at the last two games last week, or the past two weeks, I would have thought that they would have won those games as well against some some okay teams in the Saints and the Washington football team, but they're playing the Giants. The Giants have been struggling as of late, but, I mean, maybe they could pull it off against the Bucks if they continue struggling on the defensive side of the ball like this. I mean, Daniel Jones could have a good game. Yeah, I mean, certainly is his best season of his, of his career so far that we're witnessing right now. But I mean, we've talked all season. The Bucks are in a great spot. They've drawn the easiest schedule of any team in the NFC. And I know, obviously, all right, anybody can say, oh, well, they had an easy game this week and lost. But, I mean, at this point, who hasn't lost to one of the bottom six or seven teams in the NFL? True. I know NFL any given Sunday, but this this year just feels even crazier than most. I mean, the Jags beat the Bills last week. The Broncos blow out the Cowboys. I mean, nobody is safe. Unless oh. you play the Lions. <laughs> well, so far, yeah. Except the Steelers. And then you get a tie at best. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> I think over time, as you play a bunch of bad teams, yeah, you might lose to one, you might lose to two. But if you play ten of them, you're going to win eight or nine. True. And, and the Bucks are a good football team. They're a talented football team just as good as they were a year ago. Brady possibly playing better, so they'll be absolutely fine. Yeah. The Bucks. there's no way they lose to two below-average teams in a row. There's no way. Like, I'm going to put it here. That's my pick of the week. Like, the Bucks are going to beat the Giants. It's going to happen. Like, I- I'm not worried about it. There's no way he comes back and wins that. All right. Well, we are going to take a quick step aside here when we return. Well, we got to talk guys' hot take. He's going to give us a new one. We're going to reflect on last week's after the Patriots dismantled the Cleveland Browns 45-7 to in that one. Got a whole lot more to come here on 4th and Very Long. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back fourth and very long podcast we are talking last week's hot take that means we're talking about the patriots nez you're on a bit of a roll with these hot takes 
Walk us through how last one's worked out. Yeah, I mean, my hot takes aren't seeming very hot lately because they just keep happening. I got to take some pride in that. But other than that, I'm just going to say the Patriots, they balled out against the Browns, and we all can we can all can admit that. Mac Jones, he got the job done, and that's what he's been doing this year. He, he hasn't done anything flashy. He hasn't really done – like, he done for many yards – but he did have three touchdowns in his best game. Did he throw for over 200 yards? No, but that's okay. He got the win. That's all that matters. What do you guys think? Do you think I'm crazy still for thinking the Patriots can go to the Super Bowl? I don't think you're crazy. Okay. You I do think that... Last week you said I was crazy. I just want to say I, that. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I do think that... I, I think your egos, your, your heads... You're going to have trouble getting your head to fit through the door. That's, that's what I think first off. But I know Bryce has some thoughts on this one. I mean, look... People were slandering. You guys were slandering me last week for the Mac Jones love, but he balled out. I mean, 142 passer rating. He went off, <laughs> off, off. 198. I yards. mean, look, come on. I look 198 yards. Let's 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 forget that. Let's say three TDs. I mean, the running backs did most of the work for him. He just did exactly what they needed to, which is balling out for me. I mean, they destroyed the Browns. And also, I want to talk about. It's not just their offense that I was so like happy to like say they're gonna win the Super Bowl not win the Super Bowl, be Super Bowl contenders. It's it's more just that their defense has been so solid all year. Like, they've just been locked down, honestly. And they, they did it against the Browns. They, they kept them to, what, 14 points? Seven. Seven? Seven? Sorry. But, yeah. Seven. Well, first off, I just, I'm not a believer in Mac Jones. That's fair. He's, He's played the best of the rookies, so I'll give everybody that. Not saying much. It's not saying much. Justin Fields might catch him by the end of the year, though, if we're being honest. I like that. He barely had more passing yards than his passer rating. <laughs> that, that makes me angry, sad, I don't know, overflow of emotions. Mac Jones is a game manager. He's absolutely perfect for the Patriots system. He's perfect. So I'll give you that. And I, I think that they absolutely control their own destiny. Their division, not that great. Bills, obviously the best, but how often are they really playing like they can? I mean, the Patriots could absolutely steal one of those games down the stretch here. So I, I don't think that your take is – I don't think that your take about them being a Super Bowl contender, I still think that that's crazy. But them making the playoffs and possibly winning a game, I don't think that that is too far-fetched because they picked the perfect quarterback in this draft that they needed to, whether he's the most talented of the quarterbacks or not. They got their guy – and I got to give him credit. It's it's working out for him. Yeah, honestly, I, I kind of make this comparison. It's it's a downgraded Tom Brady. Absolutely a downgrade. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's down, no one's going to be like Tom Brady. But he, Tom Brady wasn't Tom Brady as a rookie. That's true. He, he, got, he got better as he went on. And honestly, the thing I'm most proud of him is the turnovers. He's, he's limited the amount of turnovers he's had, and that's – that's what's big for me. I really like to see a team who doesn't turn over the ball a lot. I think that actually leads to more wins, obviously. He's been playing pretty solid. I'm not saying he's playing great. He's been playing solid for what the Patriots needed to do. I, I do have one quick question for you before I know we're going to get into the next hot take. But Damian Harris, mm-hmm. obviously they have been leaning on him in the run game a lot. They managed a pretty good game this past week without him. But long term, how much do you think that this affects their chances and thus your take? doesn't really matter too much because Stevenson, mm-hmm. their backup, actually balled out. I'm not going to lie. He balled out. He had almost as many yards as Mac Jones. And for a running back, that's not really heard of. Their run game, they know what they're doing with their run game. And it doesn't really matter who they put into the main running back role. They're going to find a way to get them to be very productive. Yeah, you, you saw that 
Well, you saw that this past weekend. Obviously, you saw it a ton the week before in a blowout win over the Panthers. So deep running back room there. Not a lot of big names, but absolutely they get the job done. I mean, it's, it's kind of like their receivers. I mean, no big name receivers get the job done. But yeah. that's sort of the Patriot way as we've come to expect. Damian Harris is... There's a possibility he could play this Thursday, so we'll see. But they're playing the Falcons. It shouldn't be too much of a, of a test for them. But, again, you never know in this league in this year. With that being said, what craziness are we going to be subjected to this week? My hot takes usually have been about a player or, or a team. But this, this week's going to be a matchup that I have. It's kind of like an upset. It's hard to think of, you know, something crazy every week. So, you know, i got to slim it down a little bit. But I do like this one. The Vikings will beat Green Bay this week. And I'm saying this because Kirk Cousins, statistically, is playing better than Aaron Rodgers this year. It's kind of crazy. Why didn't you leave with that? Uh, Kirk Cousins, 18 TDs, two touchdowns, 2,434 yards. Okay? Pretty solid. Two, two interceptions. That's impressive. And the game's not, not a uh, primetime game. It's not a primetime game, so he's good. And Aaron Rodgers, 17 touchdowns, 4 interceptions, 2,186 yards. And I'll tell you what, the Vikings' losses have been to very good teams. The Bengals, Cardinals, Browns, Cowboys, and Ravens. That's their losses. All close games. All really close games. Ever. They've all been within like... Every game points. between 7, I think. Yeah, 7. Yeah, 7. 7 was the Browns. That was their worst game, 14-7. They had a really good chance to beat the Packers. And honestly, I think their matchups are just better. Like, Devontae Adams versus Justin Jefferson, they're pretty similar there. Honestly, you could say that uh, Aaron Jones... Aaron Jones Cook, may be out this week. Yeah, and Dalvin Cook has been playing pretty solid. I think Dalvin Cook actually has more rushing yards than Aaron Jones. So, I mean, I can see him winning this game. Obviously, it'll come down to who plays their defense. But, you know what, I'm going to say it. The Vikings will beat Green Bay this week. We're going to throw it to Connor first for a couple reasons. First, you always seem, regardless of what comes out of his mouth, you always seem the most offended by it. But also, he just treaded on your territory, Connor. He just called an upset. He took an upset. For, we all know the rules of the upsets. It has to be further than three. It's only up Green Bay three two. So stop that. Not an upset. Okay, well. Second, second. I, I mean, I can definitely see the Vikings winning this game. That's. That's not crazy. What's crazy that you just said, Kirk Cousins is better than Aaron Rodgers. I'm saying this year he has played better than Aaron Rodgers. Statistically, it's showing right here. If we take out week one, who's been playing better? We have week one. What do you mean? They- we have Aaron Rodgers missing every single wide receiver. We have Aaron Rodgers not playing a game. There's three games already, and Kirk Cousins has played every game. Yeah, and he's period. played very good teams every game. You can't say the Packers haven't played good teams. I mean... You got, you got to think, he missed one game total off for COVID, and he, he still has close to 300 less passing yards. I mean, that's a game, but he still has two more interceptions and one less TD. Well, but, I mean, it is like Connor just touched on. Let's look at the game against the Cardinals where they relied pretty heavily on that run game. That's not the only time this year that they've done that. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I know that, but then you have Aaron Jones, 541 yards, when Dalvin Cook has 648. Obviously, they're not running on it that much. I mean, they have A.J. Dillon. Kirk Cousins and Aaron Rodgers are playing very similar years. If if Aaron Rodgers is in the MVP talk, then Kirk Cousins needs to be right there with them, honestly, because they're playing very similar. I just, I just can't agree with that. I mean... You're, you're only saying it because he's Kirk Cousins and not because of how he's playing. And tell me, I'll tell you why, because Kirk Cousins is not a winning quarterback. He is just, he's just not a winning quarterback, let me tell you. 
I can't remember what his prime time record is, but it is abysmal. That's why I'm only the only reason they have a chance is because the game is at one o'clock. Look, if this game was on Sunday Night Football, I would put my house on the Packers to win this game. I I put my mom on the Packers to win this game. Honestly, it's not even Kirk Cousins' fault. He hasn't. It's not like he throws interceptions and loses the game. He has two interceptions. Two. Okay. All right. But here, but here's the thing. Piggybacking off of Bryce, the the key the key concept here. And the definition of, of empty stats, if we want to get into it, the Vikings don't even have a winning record. Okay, okay so that's great. They've, they've been in every game. They've been in close games, but they're not winning close games. And they're not winning close games because Kirk Cousins isn't a winning quarterback. All right, I'm going to say it right now. I'm going to say it right here. The Vikings will end the season with at least 10 wins. They're 4-5. and five. When are they going to start showing it? I mean, I know, show, the, I know they beat the Chargers. This they week. show it every game. They just get it's close. It comes down every time to the last quarter. But when are they going to start? And that's winning the difference between losing? Kirk and Aaron. Exactly. And the thing is, look, Aaron has highlight reels. So many plays. We've seen that Aaron Rodgers drop back fourth quarter, drop a bomb, win the game. How many Tom Brady highlight reels have we seen? He it's the discount double now. check, dude. <laughs> Come on, like that's Aaron Rodgers' job. It's what he's like. Made to do. You're disrespecting the All cheese right. heads. The Green Bay's four and two away, and guess what? They only have two losses. They're away. Minnesota two and two home. Obviously not as, not that good. Minnesota's gonna win this game, guys. Where, why did you include that stat? <laughs> just, I mean, I'm just gonna. Who cares? I'm not gonna lie. It's for the people to know. I'm just saying. People Minnesota, can look it up themselves. They're not gonna look up shit. I'm just saying <laughs> Minnesota is gonna win this game. Chris Cous- Kirk Cousins is gonna ball out, bro. I'm telling you. 300 passing yards, at least. At That's least. what I said Russell would do last week. But your hot takes are always wrong. I'll give you that. Hey, <laughs> I'll give you that. I will give you 300 yards for Kirk Cousins. I'll give you that all day long. But it's going to come in a loss. Cool. It's gonna Don't care. Also, I picked an upset of the week because his upset of the week are always wrong. I'm sorry, Connor. I'm throwing you under the bus here. Yeah. Saints almost beat the Titans. It's a close game. But they didn't, so it doesn't matter. Let's go. What's you next? remember these words when the Vikings lose by three to the... Well, I think it hasn't been wrong yet, so let's go. As we move on, we're, you're talking about the Packers and the Vikings, two teams that we've kind of been able to figure out. Let's talk about a couple of teams that nobody can figure out here at the moment. The Browns, the Rams, the aftermath of the OBJ, the fallout on both sides. Let's start with the Browns because 45 to 7 that game. Jeez, I had to deal with Nez ragging on me about how his hot takes are always right all day long. Been waiting Take your head to, all you want. Just been waiting to talk about this game. So without further ado, let, let's jump in. What is going on with the Browns? Are they better without OBJ? Or are they not better without OBJ? It's not OBJ. I said this last week. It's not OBJ. Baker is not good. Stop saying he's good. He's not good. His best game was two games ago, 220 yards, two touchdowns. Congrats. Kirk Cousins is like 10 times better than him. Kirk Cousins has been bowing out compared to him, and it's Kirk Cousins. Baker's not good. Stop. Stop. You see the commercials? Yeah, they're good. Oh, he's funny. Yeah, who cares? He can't ball anymore. He's washed. Baker will have at I least... I like those commercials. Baker will have at least 300 yards against the Lions this week. Baker had it is on a team. With three running backs that could start for almost any other team. Like, of course Baker's stats aren't going to be that good. The, the team isn't structured around Baker. The team isn't just structured around the passing Just like we talked about Mac game. Jones. Baker's just their guy. Well, yeah. And, I mean, now you've got – I mean, Jarvis Landry, geez, he's not doing hardly anything. Now you don't have OBJ. So you're really just left with Donovan Peoples-Jones and a couple average tight ends. Okay. 
Well, then don't hype them up. Everyone hypes them up. Stop hyping them up. Who's it's hyping not- you up? Nobody's hyping you up. Oh, bro. People are defending him. Defending him, yeah. There's a difference. Bro, he throws one bomb, and everyone's like, he's back. He's back. He was never here. He was never here. <laughs> you know who also hasn't been here? Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt. Yeah, the Browns are going to be fine. They are going to be fine when those two come back. Dearness Johnson, again, could be a starting running back for any other team, probably. Honestly, but I'm not, he can't do it all alone in that offense. Honestly, the Browns, I wouldn't even be surprised if you lost the Lions this week. I might even pick it when we do our picks of the week. Look, I'm not, look I, I don't want to be the guy that goes on record saying that Baker Mayfield is Aaron Rodgers because he's not. Sure. But Aaron Rodgers, week one, pretty similar game to what we just witnessed here in week 10 between the Browns and the Patriots. We all have abysmal games. It happens. It happens to the best of us. It happens to Tom Brady every once in a while. He just lost a Washington football team. Mm, that's right. Matt Stafford lost the 49ers. Exactly. Again, in a blowout. So I don't want to say that he's Aaron Rodgers. I don't want that to be what you guys run off and, and take away from this. But I, I'm saying we're allowed to have bad games. Especially when you're somebody like Baker and you're not you, the passing game and your performance a lot of the time isn't necessarily going to dictate the success of your team. I, I don't think that this, that this is the end of the Baker era and I don't think that we need to all revolt against Baker Mayfield. He also say, left the game early with an injury. Hold on. I just want to say you said ba- Baker era. When was there a Baker era? There's no Baker. In the Baker era. There, no, this is not a Baker era. They drafted Baker. This is anything. They bet on Baker. This is the Nick Chubb era, if anything. Not, Kareem Hunt era. This is not Baker. This is, Baker is not a key part of this team. Unless, unless we're talking about Derrick Henry, running backs don't define eras. When people talk about the Chiefs, not, I mean, you just Travis Kelsey is a great player. Tyreek Hill's a great player. But when we talk about the Chiefs dynasty, we're all going to talk about Patrick Mahomes. It's the same thing with the Packers. Well, Devontae Adams is great. Aaron Jones is great. The Browns do not have an era because they haven't done anything yet that really has, like, shocked anyone. Yeah, they have made the playoffs. Like, congrats. A few years ago, they had a perfect losing season, and now they yeah. have a winning Baker, record. Baker they were terrible. The they have Baker, a winning record now. Yeah, they're 5-5. Five and five. No, they're 5-5, five and five, I believe. Baker led them to the playoffs but, without OBJ. No, they're 4 and He five. can do it again. No, they won't make the playoffs this year. I'm just saying right okay, now. Okay, that's probably true. And I... Honestly, like, I know we're not doing upsets of the week, but the Lions are going to beat the Browns this week. I'm saying right now, the Lions are going to beat the Browns. Stop picking upsets. This isn't your Sorry. Butt. Sorry, guys. I want to be I want to be heard because the Lions are going to win their first game. They play the Steelers, and honestly, they're in the same situation as the Steelers, but the Browns are worse than the Steelers. You want to talk about washed up Ben Roethlisberger, okay, buddy? Stop talking. <laughs> I mean, All right, well, let's, let's move out of the AFC North and let's move to OBJ's destination out in the NFC West. Let's talk about LA Rams. All the talk's been about, oh, the Rams want to win now. They went out, they got Von Miller. They go out, they get OBJ. All right, here we go. Big primetime matchup against the San Francisco 49ers. They fall flat on their face. What's going on in LA? Honestly, I just think with all these new people, with these new, like, everyone's kind of playing, like, a different position. Everyone's kind of freaking out. Not really freaking out, but they're struggling a little bit. And I think this bye week is actually perfect timing, honestly. They need they need to stay, take a step back, make OBJ learn the playbook a bit, and have Von Miller just, like, feel it out more. I mean, it's not going to click right away. We know this. It, I mean... 
if you went to a new team, you're not going to click with everyone right away. Take some time. They should have won against San Francisco either way. That was a terrible game. And I'm a Rams fan. They played like trash. Okay, their defense, their, they, their rush defense was just not there. They would let them get five yards of carry every, every play, and you can't let that happen if you want to win games. Uh, Matt Stafford, obviously, had a pretty rough start, but then picked it up towards the end, but still not a great game from him. I, I don't think it's too much to worry about. They're 7-3. and three. It's not like they're like fighting for a playoff spot right now. They're, they're going to come back and make the playoffs here. Look, I'm not a Matt Stafford fan. I'm a Matt Stafford hater. Uh, yeah. But I don't think this game was Matt Stafford's fault. The first pick, OBJ should have kept running. It was still a questionable throw into double coverage, so probably Matt Stafford's fault there. But the rest of the night, yeah, it drops. the receivers cannot hold on to the ball. Tyler Higby gave up a ball. He dropped who knows how many more. Cooper Cup just dropped one of the easiest catches I've ever seen. Cooper Cup almost made me lose my mind but like we just didn't see enough obj because he's new i don't think this shows anything yet yeah i mean it's it's super hard to come back from 14-0 holes and back-to-back games even one game i mean i mean honestly the their loss to the titans it's 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 a bad loss because i I feel like they should have won with no derrick henry but the titans they're they're playing very well right now without him i gotta give props to them i didn't have any any faith in them, honestly. I thought the whole game was based on Derrick Henry, but they find, found a way. But the Rams, I think we're in a good spot. I mean, they are going to buy at the right time, like you said. I mean, they come back and play the Packers, which is honestly a scary matchup with how well the Packers' defense has been playing recently. I mean, de- the defense, the defenses for the past few games have been locking up the Rams and Matthew Stafford specifically, maybe with no help from his receivers. But with that game on the horizon, I just... I they need to improve, especially in the early game situations, or they're gonna have trouble against Aaron Rodgers, the Packers, who don't like to let leads up. Well, I think we have to wonder a little bit: Are the bright lights in LA a little bit too bright right now? I mean, is it is it almost too many stars? I don't want to get too much into egos, but it's a big market. You've got a lot of really talented players. I want to look at a guy like a Cooper Cup, who's having a career year. Then you go out and you go get more of a, a you know a bigger name and an OBJ. Well, what does that say to a guy like Cooper Cup? Does it say, oh, we want to win now? Or does it say, we don't know if we believe in you long term. Let's get another receiver and bring him in. No, I, I believe the Rams organization 100% believe in Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup, probably one of the most humble guys in the NFL. You can just tell by like him when he's mic'd up. He just, you know, he's just like, when he gets tackled, he's like, oh, good tackle, man. You know, stuff like that. They Cooper Cup he knows what he what the job is with OBJ. He's only signed for one year for a reason. It's because they're trying to get it done now, and probably after that, OBJ is probably out. Cooper Cup has been playing second fiddle to Robert Woods for a few years now. Like Cooper Cup's just playing football, and he's just having a great year. Yeah, I mean, improving this past week. Like the ball barely came his way until the third, like halfway through the third quarter when it was garbage time anyway. Matt Stafford, look up! Your best, you have the best receiver in the league right now. Throw him the ball. Honestly, they just need to focus more, focus more on the Cooper Cup pass game, and let Daryl Henderson, like, have him at almost as like a backup plan. I'd say, like, go for Cooper Cup if he's not getting open as much as you can. You have a great running back, and you also have a pretty solid tight end on most days. Kyle Higby's pretty solid, and then you also got Van Jefferson for the deep ball. OBJ for possibly even more deep ball. Who knows? There's they have plenty of options, but they they didn't seem like they were using Cooper Cup at all last game until the until like garbage time. 
they they were using Daryl Henderson almost too much. It seemed like with all their all their a talent at receiver, it was kind of kind of weird to see their game plan. Yeah, and I mean we have to remember at the end of the day, OBJ has sort of been brought in to be a better version of Deshaun Jackson. It's they. I mean, the, it appears that the game plan for him moving forward is to act as sort of a Deshaun Jackson role in that offense, while you let Cooper Cup, you know, man the slot. You still rely heavily on you know screen passes and you know solid runs from Daryl Henderson. So we'll have to see as the offense sort of comes into the structure that it's designed around. Hopefully, we see these players start to gel a little more. Again, they signed him on Thursday. Expect him to you know pop off on, on Monday. Probably not likely, but time will tell. We'll just have to see moving forward. Yep. Honestly, I think San Francisco, they played it perfectly. I think the biggest struggle, especially with Vaughn Miller being new, is their rush defense right now. And they, they abused it, but, I mean, honestly, Green Bay, who they play, went off their bye, I believe, the week after. So, they, they play a similar game, so they're going to have to step it up and Obviously, Green Bay is a little bit better than San Francisco. We can all agree there. But, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a rough couple games if they don't figure it out. Absolutely. Well, an extra week to prepare will absolutely be welcomed and appreciated from the L.A. Rams. We are going to take our second and final break of the show. But when we come back, we're going to talk through the power rankings, locks and upsets. We'll see if Connor can get one right this week. We got... We got a lot more to get around to, so stick around. We will be right back. Back here for our third and final segment. And I got to say, before we get into it, this is usually the segment I look forward to. I usually look forward to creating my power rankings, my top 10 for each week. Guys, I got to be honest. I did not look forward to it this week. This was painful. This was hard. We're not even going to get into the outside looking in this week because I just I don't have positive things I can say about those teams. I'm going to try really hard to find positive things to say about the teams I did include in the top 10, but we're all going to suffer through this together. It's been a wild season. It's continued to be wild, and it'll probably get crazier this week. So, with that being said, let's jump right in. At number 10 this week, they're up to 6-4. and four. That winning streak keeps on building. It's Nez's Patriots coming off a huge win over the Browns, arguably their best offensive performance of the year. That defense week in and week out has been very consistent. At number 9, dropped to 6-3, and three, a very disappointing loss to the Dolphins this week. Had them dropping just a tad, but they do stay in the top 10. The Ravens at number nine. Lamar could not save them this week, but they do hang in there. Number eight, they continue to rise. It's the Chiefs now six and four, leading the AFC West. Better by the week. They had huge strides this past week as Patrick Mahomes, five touchdowns, zero picks, his best game of the year, looking like his old self. At number seven, quite a plummet from last week. It is the Rams. They dropped to seven and three, back-to-back losses for them. First to the Derrick Henryless Titans, now to the Jimmy Garoppolo-led 49ers. They got carved up by Debo Samuel. It didn't even look like Cooper Cup was an option until the fourth quarter. Rams, what are we doing? Number six, it's the Cowboys. Guys, I got to be honest. I know people are going to be mad because I have the Cowboys at six. I don't want anybody to forget that they got absolutely decimated. They were down 30 to nothing with 
four minutes to go last week to the Broncos. Every team at this point has a, a loss to a bottom six or seven team in the league, so nobody's perfect. The Cowboys come in at six at seven and two. Dak did look really good this week. At number five, still without Derrick Henry, it's the Titans. Best record in the AFC as they sit at eight and two. Don't make any moves this week because I just wasn't that impressed after a just narrow win over the Saints. I don't think that they're necessarily one of the most talented teams, certainly not without Derrick Henry, but they remain in the top five. At number four, falling from their perch at number one because the power ranking curse is very, very real. The Cardinals got decimated by Cam Newton and the Carolina Panthers. I'm not going to lie and say it didn't make me smile to see Cam get in the end zone twice, but my goodness, Arizona, that is a bad football team you just lost to. You're down at number four. Moving into the top three, keep in mind these are the three teams that if history tells us anything, will be losing this week. At number three, at six and three, coming off a horrible loss to the Washington football team, Two picks for Tom Brady, it's the Buccaneers. The defense, obviously injuries in the secondary, injuries in the receiving core. Maybe Gronk will come back this week, who knows? The Bucks sit at number three. Number two, it's the Bills, coming off yet another blowout win over yet another horrible team. They turned uh, Mike White and the Jets over four times this week en route to their sixth win of the season. I still believe they're the most complete and talented roster in the AFC, and they get the number two spot. Finally, number one, it's the Green Bay Packers. I hate to do this because it's probably going to make Nez's uh, take of the Vikings over the Packers this week come true, but I think the Packers overall have looked really solid, still missing players on the defensive side of the ball, but continuously showing up making plays. They held Russell Wilson to his first shutout of his career this past week, 17 to nothing in that one over the Seahawks. Packers occupy the number one spot. All right, just want to say this straight up from the gun. The Bills are not number two. Honestly, they should probably be near like seven to ten area, honestly. They're six and three. They have three losses. The Bucks. It's hard to keep them at three after. See, it's hard. It is hard. It's hard. It's hard to you argue. The Titans and the Cowboys down that low. It's hard to argue. It's really hard to argue for a lot of these teams. I don't understand how the Titans are fit. I don't understand how the Ravens are a top ten team. Don't talk. They just lost to the Dolphins, one of the worst teams in football. And the Bills just Here's lost the to the Jags two weeks ago. Don't talk to me. Do, you, do we want to talk about the teams outside of the top ten? No. No. The I don't Steelers. Think we should. They all suck. The the Colts are playing better. I mean, the, the, the Bengals just lost to the Panthers. The 49ers. I, I mean, uh, who who goes in? Oh, I mean, the Raiders were maybe looking okay, and then they got their doors blown off by the Chiefs. I, I don't know anymore, Bryce. As a Rams fan, having them at seven is kind of disrespectful. They lost to the Titans. Probably, look, do you have the Titans at five? They're eight and two without Derrick Henry. Move them up there, bro. Here's the thing. The Titans have won. Both games without Derrick Henry. The Rams are picking guys off the street. They're bringing guys in from who knows where, and they've lost two in a row. Okay, I'm saying... To me, it is more impressive by the Titans to go out without their best player and win back-to-back games over decent teams. Obviously, the Rams are a top-10 team, and then the Saints, arguably, you know, probably a top-half team. I know. I'm saying so, this, bro. The Titans need to be moved up. They're, they're, it's power rankings. They're, they're being powerful right now. Put them in the top three. Well, I think, all right, here's the thing, though. All right, number four, we got the Cardinals. Okay, yes, they got blown out by the Panthers this week, and that's terrible. That's awful. But the Titans also lost to the Jets. So, 
see, in the Cardinals' loss, they were missing Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins, the two best players on the roster. So I'll be the first one to say that you can't defend the Panthers. You cannot defend the Panthers' offense, and giving up 34 to the Panthers is absolutely inexcusable. But all these teams have bad losses. The Titans overall do not have as talented of a roster as the Cardinals, Bucks, Bills, or Packers. And certainly not without Derrick They beat the Rams, who the Cardinals lost to. See, we can go around and around all day. Oh, this team beat this team. Who lost to this team? We can do this all day long. So, well, hold on. Other than the San Francisco loss, I'm backing up the Rams again because I'm a Rams fan, but they lost to the Cardinals, who on your list is four, and you lost to the Titans, who on their list is five. And they looked bad against the Titans. They looked very bad against the Titans. They looked even worse against the 49ers, and they're working with more talent than any other team in the NFC. Take the they, Bills don't look, they don't look very powerful. Bills need to get out of the top of man. They, they have three losses. against the Jags. Shoot. They almost got they, shut oh, by Okay, Jags, the Bills scored six against the Jags. The Packers scored three against the Saints. They lost 38-3. to three. The, the, bu- the, the, Bucks, the Bucks lost to Washington. Exactly. 29-19. Bring them down. The Cardinals lost to the Panthers 34-10. Exactly. to 10. The Titans down. lost to the Jets. The Cowboys were down 30 Week to nothing to the Broncos. The Rams lost to the Titans without Derrick Henry and just got blown out by the 49ers. The, the Chiefs looked, looked terrible out of the gates. The Ravens just lost to the Dolphins. The Patriots lost to the Dolphins. Every team has a terrible loss. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you got to adjust. Okay, what were the Bucks at last week? The Bucks last week were at two. And they moved down one spot to a loss to the Washington football team. Washington, Washington, three. Washington controlled the ball for the last 10 minutes of regulation. Tom Brady, they, they picked Tom Brady off twice. Where have the Titans it was been a the good game few play. weeks? Looks like the Bucks aren't that good then. Where have the Titans been? Uh, they were out of the top ten in our first published edition. Then they moved into the top ten, then into the top five last week, and that is where they still sit this week, number five. The top ten teams are just not as good as, like, past years, I feel like. No, they aren't. It's weird. Well, they, they, are, they are as talented, but there's no team that is on a consistent basis clearly outperforming everybody else. I think overall – if you take out, okay, missing receivers, missing Aaron Rodgers, I think the Packers are the hottest team in football overall. They barely beat Tam- uh, Seattle. Barely. They won 17 to nothing. They won 17 to nothing, and Aaron Jones shutout. got hurt. It was a shutout, but they didn't play good. Their defense played okay. good. Their offense is not playing They didn't playing play good, good. but they, it's a 17-point win. To, like, a terrible team. Russell, Russell put, like, ass. Keep that in there. He's Russell, uh, Look, yeah, exactly. Still, that's my point. He didn't play good. Probably had surgery six weeks ago or something. Okay, yeah. you guys were hyping him up like he was going to beat him. You all said Seahawks are going to win, and now you say, "Oh, we're giving him all these excuses." He still lost seventeen zero. He did. We, so, a lot of us were wrong, guys. Top ten now just sucks. I don't like these power I, rankings because they just change every week. <laughs> they change every week because every week three or four teams in the power ranking lose to a team that they have no business losing to. So we're to. establishing that your power rankings are just wrong. <laughs> we're establishing that nobody nobody knows. It's not just my power rankings that change. Go look at ESPN. Go look go look at CBS Sports. Their power rankings change dramatically every week, just like mine do. They just have the teams in slightly different orders. It's the same ten teams I'm not, in slightly different I'm orders. I'm not mad that or that it is changing. I'm mad that the Titans haven't moved up. True. The Titans didn't move up. I know they, they like, don't seem like they're like on a hot streak right now, and they, it probably will end soon, but they're, they're, playing, they're the best team playing right now. <clears throat> right now. They, they're, they're coming up with creative ways to win. The offense is not playing against well. Against very good teams. 
Saints, Saints are okay. The Saints are decent. You had them almost in your top ten last week. No. Or two weeks ago. Yeah, no, no last week. No. Yes, you did. You no. had them the outside looking in last the week. The Titans have beat the Bills. They beat We're the Rams. The Titans we'll fact check it. It was there. Because they beat, they beat They're the a top Bucks. five team. They beat the Bucks and you almost I think they in. should be a top three team. Maybe next week. I just don't like how this thing, the second and third team have are six and three. Yeah. That's just like unheard of. Well, here's the thing. If the Bills and the Bucks were both six and three, but all these other teams didn't have awful losses, okay, maybe it's a little different. But since every team has an awful loss, in a lot of these cases, the first thing I have to look at is overall body of work. And what we're going to look at there is how talented is your roster? How complete is your roster? Fair enough. And yes, we just got a fact check on that. The Saints were not in the outside looking in last week. You deleted it. Not a believer in the Saints. You you were a believer in the Saints two weeks no, ago. Yes, you I've were. I've never been a believer in the Saints. Yes, you were, Rob. I'm a believer in that the Saints that's the Saints have a good defense. You you were saying that Trevor Saints Simeon are is awful. Alvin Kamara cannot do it all. They have no wide receivers. And before tra- Trevor Simeon, they had Jameis Winston, who you never knew what you were gonna get with him. Mm. At least with Trevor Simeon, you just know you're gonna get a bad performance. All right, fair enough. Power rankings falling. It's okay. We're gonna switch it over to Connor's. Week We're 10 gonna go to the land. Sets. We're gonna go to the land. The land of reason, where everything is always wrong. Oh, you're doing so much better than me, buddy. I like to clarify that last week I got two of my locks correct, and my upset was a pretty close game. To so, be fair, a lock is a is a lock. You're supposed to. Have I'm sorry. Did any of us think the Bucks were gonna lose? So, no. So, stop talking. So you got a lock wrong. I got one lock wrong. And my upset wasn't right. You are trying to get upward. <laughs> Hold on, because I got to ask. Did did you not lock the Cardinals over the Panthers? I believe you did. Oh, that might have been my upset. Okay, so that was my locked, incorrect lock. So you locked two teams that lost. No, no, no. I didn't lock the Bucks. I lost. I locked the Cardinals. All right. Well, we could argue about this all day. Let's see. What do we have this week? This week, last week, I didn't even want to mention them because I was terrified they lose game, and then they went and lost anyway. But big trust, Lamar Jackson. In the flesh, Ravens beat the Bears, guaranteed. Next up, I'm hot on them. We were just talking about them. The Tights are going to beat the Texans. Texans, probably the worst team in the league right now. They're just terrible. They know it. Everyone knows it. I know the Lions also exist, but I just can't get behind the Texans. And the Titans are the number two, if not the number one team right now. And then I also have the Bucks being the Giants because... They're not going to go six and four. They're not, that's not going to happen. They're not going to lose Washington and then also the Giants. The Bucks are a lock for my upsets, however. I know Nez here has been hot on oh, the Patriots, cool. but I think Atlanta has a shot at beating them. I think Atlanta is slept on right now. They're waiting to bust something out. The Patriots, like we said about the Bengals a few weeks ago, Mac Jones is a young quarterback. He's going to mess up. I think Atlanta's going to gonna put on a close show also i think the jets will beat the dolphins i know the dolphins they just played great but jets have joe flacco (laughs) starting for them watch out jets gonna be the dolphins i agree with the jets and the dolphins i do not agree with the falcons they lost 43 to 3 to dallas bro a great team 40 points 40 points. You're professionals. You can't lose by 40. Yeah, I, I, got, I got to agree there. The I, Tigers I, got shut up by the Saints week one. Don't talk. I actually like all your locks. I, 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 yeah. I, I got to agree with you there. But where's the upsets go? An upset's I, not supposed to make sense. I, well, I know. But I, I need you to explain to me how the Falcons could possibly upset the Patriots this week. What do they have going for them? 
Matty Ice? He's Maybe. got something to prove against the Patriots. Earl Icey last Do you week? even believe this upset? <laughs> even oh, they a little have, bit? They don't have Cordero Patterson. They don't have Cordero Patterson? What? Yeah. What? He's out. Cordero Patterson's out? For, for a game. We need to redo this whole segment. <laughs> nope, I don't think so. Too late. You Falcons, Cordero Patterson is an amazing player. He's not in. Oh, can, God. <laughs> they can still get it done, though. They can. They took him out. He had three points last game because they can't run the ball or pass the ball. I'm not sure at the end of the day. I'm not sure any of us really know what to believe at this point. It's the NFL. The Jags beat the Bills. The Washington football team beat the Bucks. Atlanta beat the Patriots this week. There are the locks and upsets. We just got one more thing to get around to. It's this week's game picks. So, starting out, Colts at the Bills. Colts definitely trending upward. Another big game from Jonathan Taylor this week. Guys, who we got? I got the Colts. No question. I got the Bills. I, I see the Bills defense locking up Jonathan Taylor for the win this week. Hasn't been done yet. I have to disagree with Bryce. I traded away Jonathan Taylor in our fantasy league, and I regret it every single week. I think the Bills are going to struggle to contain Jonathan Taylor in the Colts' offense. I think if Josh Allen can figure out that Stephon Diggs is an all-star again, that they it's going to be a close game, but I'm leaning more towards the Colts in this one. All right, turning back to the hot take of the week, a divisional rivalry up north. Packers travel to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. Obviously, I have the Vikings. The hot take. That's going to be a good game. I got the Vikings, though. I also agree with Nez. I think the Vikings are going to win. They're not playing in prime time. Kirk Cousins has a chance to win the game. You just said on my hot take, you said they were going to get smacked. It's not pr- if it was prime time, they would get smacked. Fair enough. All right. Connor, what you got? I think a slept-on part of this conversation is the Green Bay defense. They've been playing pretty good this year. We can't say the same for the Vikings defense. Aaron Rodgers clutches up in the end. Packers win. Now the game of the week, the big one. It's the Cowboys taking on the Chiefs. Can the Chiefs carry the momentum from this past week's win, or do the Cowboys spoil their party? Chiefs win this game. They're going to be set. This this is the make-or-break game right here. I think if they win... No one can say they're washed. They're they're not coming back. They're coming back. They're here. I got the Chiefs. I like the Chiefs as well. I'm all in on the Patrick Mahomes train. The gunslinger. I like the Chiefs to win this game. The Chiefs have lost this season whenever they turn over the ball. And Patrick Mahomes has to throw against Trayvon Diggs. An interception machine. Dude's automatic. Cowboys all day long. Tickets as low, as low as $257. This game is going to be packed. It's going to be loud, and it's at Kansas City. I think I think that's going to play a big role. Fans coming back to Arrowhead. It's sure set to be another hectic and crazy week. Whatever you think you know, you probably don't, and neither do we. But, as always, we will be back to do it all again next week. We'll see what we got right, what we got wrong. Patriots taking on the Falcons tonight on Thursday Night Football. Let's see if Connor can get that one.